Leadership at Lightspeed I was fortunate to have been raised with a strong sense of self and individuality. From my cultural background to coming out in my early teens and forging my career path to my cultural and spiritual inclinations, I have always identified as someone with a firm sense of who I was, but I have also stayed continually curious as to how I could explore beyond my boundaries. Spiritual growth has allowed me to do this in so many ways. It has freed me to explore in the knowledge that I am building and investing in myself in ways that may be of broader use later, not just to me, but hopefully to others as well. It wasn't until I started my own company at age 28 that I began to see myself as a leader. In previous contracts or jobs, I had never led teams. For the first few years of Lightspeed, I was the lead developer, and so the value I was bringing to the fledgling project was clear. Programming until 4 a.m. for two straight years was certainly needed to build the company's product and foundation. But during the day, when I would walk down the back stairs of the two connected studio apartments, one my home and the other the office, to work on the business itself, I took note of how the team looked to me for guidance about our goals and how we would go about accomplishing them. Later, as the company grew, I delegated many of my responsibilities to others on the team, including the programming tasks. Each reinvention of my role was at first uncomfortable, yet necessary in order for us to grow. This yearly reinvention of what is needed from me as a leader is critical to our scalability. It remains consistently important for me to distribute ownership among my team and instill leadership in them so that I can share the responsibility, celebrating their successes and our common achievements while also supporting them fully when faced with failure. I would define my leadership style as empowering, optimistic, unifying, risk-taking, and supportive. As a member of the LGBTQ community, you may find yourself in a similar position as I was. I never saw myself as having the type A characteristics of traditional leaders. I chose instead to leverage my position by valorizing diverse perspectives. This has allowed me to find my own methods of leadership, elevated by the voices of others. Without this foundation of trust in others, it is difficult to take the risks necessary to achieve breakthroughs. I have striven to enlist team members who share my values and with whom I can share ownership. I recognized early on that no project is scalable if you cannot place trust in your colleagues. And nothing of significance can ever be built if your colleagues' sense of ownership doesn't push them to achieve what you would in their place. Building up leadership in others and providing them with the cultural environment and tools to succeed opens up unlimited possibilities, allows people to do the best work of their lives, and brings all of their unique talents to the table. Even when everyone makes their best effort, there will always be moments of failure. We experience failure every day, multiple times a day, in large and small ways. Failure is a part of making progress. Failure is learning. Those 10 cuts you endure in a day as a leader have to be absorbed as new understanding and calls to action, while the two successes become your fuel to push forward. While our efforts and the wisdom of our decisions 
have a bearing on whether we succeed or fail, the truth is that there are limits to what we can control. We can put our best selves forward and have faith in our path, but we must also learn to let go. This is where having the spiritual foundation is important. Having faith in my vision was one thing, but having enough faith to fully let go of the burden I carried in order to draw from something greater was a process that allowed me to pass through my most challenging moments at light speed. This is an easy thing to forget. You begin to claim all of the successes, and you begin to internalize all of the failures. In my experience, it is best to let go of both and recognize your leadership role as an instrument, a conduit, or a stewardship of something that is beyond you and you're doing alone. When your intentions come from a place of greater contribution, you can gain the freedom and strength to align your project with your greater purpose. Culture The richness of our world lives in culture. Politics, religion, and economics exert strong influences on culture through the creation of boundaries, whereas technology, creativity, and entrepreneurship allow us to cross those borders and unite in various ways. We have to begin from a place where we are collectively taking initiative to understand and value our diversity of identity and expression. Only then can we be enriched by the experiences of one another and stand together. But first, why is culture so central to bringing about an age of union? We must discover union through diversity, new perspectives, and cultural innovations. We must contemplate and consider the positive effects of opening up dialogues of identity, learn from one another's creative transmissions, and allow these journeys to play out and co-mingle within our various cultural arenas. We all desire the freedom to be ourselves, be understood, be compassionate, be connected, and be never apart. To achieve this, we must allow others the same freedoms. Creative cultural expression carries with it the potential for us all to become agents of great change in the world. David Gauntlet, author of Making is Connecting. The Keys of Culture We are wired to see the world in dualities, a world of straight lines and opposites, men versus women, gay versus straight, city versus nature, left versus right, art versus science, and so on. As a result, we're wired to define our individuality within these binary systems. It is a very human instinct to compartmentalize and try to make logical that which is beyond our understanding. As we have advanced through civilizations, we have seen separations grow, continents divided into countries, countries into states and regions, people splintered across tribes, villages, towns, cities, neighborhoods split across ethnic origins, economic strata, and religious backgrounds. We have widened our separation from nature and from other species. The smaller the pieces that we have been broken down into, the easier it has been for groups to gain power and dominion over the parts. This current social and political climate exploits differences between people to divide us, hence the idiom divide and conquer. Tribalism and demagoguery frame the world in terms of zero-sum binaries. 
Polarization creates culture wars where there must always be a winner and a loser. In this worldview, diversity is not understood as a resource for solutions. Rather, the idea of diversity is used to stoke the fear of otherness and manufacture xenophobia by those who benefit from segregating people who are simply looking for answers. However, the culture, or collective narrative, of the tribe of humanity often places greater value on some parts of the whole than on the whole itself. We seek to label, conclude, and control the pieces, rather than embrace our share in the greater whole. Individually, we experience the outcomes of this separation. We continually struggle with being pulled apart, and once we are awoke to this reality, we resist it. As a result, our cultural differences impose further separation. Cultural differences are still not fully considered sources of strength and beauty, even though the world proves to us again and again how connected we are. Through our shared humanity, through culture, and within a balanced natural ecosystem, we thrive both in diversity and union. The language of this cultural unity is understanding. The alternative to division and tribalism is what we have come to call unseparation, and that requires us to see differences for what they truly are, expressions of humanity that bear the knowledge of different paths of ancestry, belief, and life experience, as well as of different approaches. Our curiosity about these othernesses has the power to dispel fear and ignorance. Therefore, culture, when seen in the full splendor of its variety, can be a unifying force. When we all come to the table with openness and a willingness to share and to receive, we begin to understand, empathize, and unite across the chasm. As an example of the powerful value of diversity, inclusion, and cultural expression, the progress of the LGBTQ rights movement showcases how bringing people in from the margins and celebrating cultural mixing can uplift and elevate all of society. Since the LGBTQ community came out during the 1969 Stonewall riots in New York City, it and its members have been able to slowly reconcile the otherness of their life experiences with their integration into society. This has resulted in their social progress, such as the legal recognition of their relationships in marriage and of their worldview and cultural contribution to our society. At the same time, the world experiences the value of diversity as it seeks to understand its power. Culture as Identity The first way to understand our own arena of culture is in the many ethnic, political, religious, and economic groups to which we may simultaneously belong as individuals. These exert strong cultural influences on our behavior and outlook. Our social circles, friends, family, personal and professional communities also shape how we see the world. Gender identity and sexuality introduce layers of culture to this colorful collection of attributes that help us build our sense of self. All of these cultural networks create bonds between people, allowing us to be a part of groups that share common values, beliefs, and experiences. As we enter a new globalized era, 
We may each belong to multiple cultural circles, and we may find ourselves to be the cultural product of many different, often disparate and conflicting influences. The growing complexity of our individual identities makes us adaptable and more understanding and empathetic toward others. The strength of diversity shines where we lack understanding and answers. Seeking input and knowledge from people's diverse backgrounds will lead to finding richer solutions to the world's problems, solutions that work for all and not just a select few. As cosmopolitan cities grow, the internet expands, and easier access to travel is made available, we are given further opportunities to build greater connections with people who are different from us at first glance. We can bond and bind new social tribes together with those that are inherently different from us, but with whom we share a common spark. We can enjoy the discovery of commonality, but also enrich ourselves by learning from our differences. Culture as Expression The second means to understanding culture is through the lens of creative expression and our collective and personal experiences of it. Art, music, food, film, photography, dance, performance, literature, and architecture are all modes of cultural expression that can showcase one's heritage, beliefs, and influences. They can offer new ways of looking at something, broadening our worldview and opening our minds. Creative and artistic expression connects people on deeper levels of consciousness. It cuts across the differences of our daily lived realities and speaks to our soul a depth of our humanity where we share much more with each other than we realize. Since we experience creativity and artistic work within our daily lives, visiting an exhibit, watching a film, listening to new music, etc., the presence of cultural forms of expression shows us that our lives are radiantly multi-hued and joyously unpredictable. Yet, it also shows us that this life and this world are multi-dimensional, Culture, in the former sense, often stops at the edges of borders or at the edges of a family lineage. But culture, in the latter sense, cuts across all geographical spaces and times to reveal a world that is boundless, timeless, and infinitely connected. Culture is a weapon against homogeneity, against oppression, against submission, and against isolation. For these reasons, it's imperative that we embrace and support cultural expression in all its forms and attempt in our own ways to make culture a part of our daily lives. Every creative act has the potential to communicate one's inner thoughts and desires, give voice to the marginalized, stimulate one's senses, build new worlds, heal emotional fractures, and promote empowerment. But most importantly, Making connects us with nature, with each other, with our ancestors, and with the spiritual pulse that beats within us. Our creative endeavors have infused humankind with communicative bridges since the beginning of our era. Yet, it is only with the digital age and our access to design tools, instantaneous publishing platforms, and social networks that we have been able to create and share within borderless global communities.
Even if today's internet features heightened behavioral imbalances, polarizing communication algorithms, addictive feedback loops, and rights-infringing surveillance and tracking, it has allowed us to move beyond the age of sitting back and being told what to think and toward an unseparated age of dialogue and collaboration. Every creative act has the power to connect us.